Welcome to the Outdoor Adventure Series, the podcast that celebrates individuals and families, businesses, and organizations that seek out and promote the exploration, stewardship, conservation, access, and enjoyment of the outdoors. Hello, this is your host, Howard Fox. I'm taking off two weeks during the holiday season for a little R&R. Before I do, I have a holiday gift for you. Rick Says hosts the award-winning Outdoor Biz Podcast. He's been a two-time guest on the Outdoor Adventure Series. Rick is a fellow Outdoor Writers Association of America member, and we collaborated on a podcast workshop at our 2023 annual conference. It's a pleasure to share two of Rick's Outdoor Biz Podcast episodes with you, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy them. Please like, share, and comment about these episodes, and you can learn more about Rick on his website at OutdoorBizPodcast.com and on the directories where you listen to your podcast. Happy holidays, everyone, and enjoy these episodes with Rick. Welcome to the Outdoor Biz Podcast, where each Tuesday, your host, Rick Says, gathers around the mic with outdoor industry entrepreneurs, brand leaders, founders, and enthusiasts to share stories from the backcountry, the startup files, and the retail aisles. Rick's guests offer actionable advice to land your ideal industry gig, grow your outdoor career, or plan your next big adventure. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And now, here's Rick. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 403 of the Outdoor Biz Podcast, brought to you this week by FreshBooks. This week, Brittany Coleman, founder of the new women's outdoor lifestyle brand called Tough Cutie, joins me. Tough Cutie makes premium women's hiking socks and have a larger mission of supporting women from the ground up and increasing diversity in the outdoors. Founded in 2019, Tough Cutie has become the first and only outdoor sock brand with a majority women-owned value chain, and join an estimated 1% of founders in the outdoor industry who identify as a person of color. Welcome to the show, Brittany. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, this is going to be a great conversation. I first want to start with the first two lines of your manifesto, though. I love those. Can I read that to our listeners? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, here we go. We are the knowing look from your mama when you're about to jump into a puddle and the warm hug wrapping you in a towel when it's all said and done. With a call from your ride-or-die bestie at midnight asking you to eat ice cream and ugly cry. That's awesome. Did you write that? I did, yeah. It's definitely a labor of love. I can see those two girls, from little girls walking across the, the playground in school to walking across the college campus or striding into a trade show getting ready to sell some socks. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, very cool. You're a good writer. Do you write a lot? A lot more with this brand. <laughs> I write a lot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of a one-person show, right? You do everything. Yep, definitely. My Tuesday hat, blog writer, other writer, whatever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Janitor. There, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I know the drill. I do the same thing here. Yeah. <laughs> so where did the idea for Tough Cutie come from? Yeah, so that's a great question. The brand name Tough Cutie, I think came from so many of my experiences just as a woman in business, a woman and in the outdoor industry. Just this kind of idea that we can't be too hard or otherwise we're bossy or we have to be soft, but people don't take us seriously. So I think the name Tough Cutie just 
is me simultaneously poking fun at that because women were just like so powerful. We have to do, we do so many things. That's a whole nother podcast we could do about the. <laughs> yeah, really, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the state of women and all the things you, you have to overcome in this world or in this country anyway, that's for sure. But mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. When did you guys launch? Just over a year ago, we oh, launched. Wow. Yeah, I actually worked on the business for several years before that. Actually, today, the 29th, is our four years, like technically legally incorporated. But yeah. Oh, congratulations. Happy thank birthday. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But yeah, the first few years, I worked another job and was doing a lot of things to just start a business, all the things you do to get to actually having the product and doing the research, finding the factory and Stumbling a little bit, as we all <laughs> entrepreneurs do. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and, oh, God, a lot of it. Oh, my gosh. So many stumbles, a lot of scraped knees. But eventually, yeah, we launched about a year ago. Awesome. Congratulations. Happy birthday. And you guys are a member of the REI Path Ahead Ventures program. Did you start in that program or did you start before and then they kind of... Oh, so I was... You mean like us with our like selling in REI or... Yeah, mm -hmm. So we were already selling in REI. We had already gotten connected to the buyer. Actually, that's a really funny story. So I did a Instagram live with a woman called She Colors Nature. She's a phenomenal Black woman doing a lot to bring awareness to people of color in nature. Highly recommend following her. Oh, Great content. Yeah. And we did an Instagram live interview, kind of similar to the one we're doing now, but it was on Instagram. And I guess several different people at REI saw it, not the buyer directly, but just different people who maybe follow her or just for whatever reason. And then they told the buyer different people. And so he reached out to me on in, um, in my contact us form, actually on my website. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. And then, then there's a lot that goes into, that's just the start of a conversation where you gotta, there's a lot you got to do, a lot of conversations, follow that to actually start selling. Right. Right. But that's how, but so I am in the to... program to answer your question. Your first yeah. Program. So you started now. selling before you joined the program. That's interesting. So how did you become aware of the program and join that? Did he bring it up, the buyer? Gosh, I think I tend to have my hand on the pulse of a lot of these programs. So I, okay. um, mm -hmm. I did another accelerator program called Bend Outdoor Works mm, based yeah. out of Bend, Oregon. Um, and this one was on my radar. I'm not sure actually when I uh, specifically heard about it. I actually think I maybe met the leaders of Path Ahead Ventures at a trade show some years ago at a retailer actually Oh, God. before it was as they were launching it because there's two programs and we stayed in touch but there was not like a specific crossover as far as what the buyer goes. There's just kind of these two parallel things happening. Gotcha. And was your first, did you start selling it out at an outdoor retailer show or a show? Um, no, outdoor retailer, that first one and the second one, I was just walking around, just kind mm -hmm. of trying to get the lay of the land, mm -hmm. making connections. I think my very first retailer was... Title nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I won a pitch competition. They have this thing called movers and makers and they have, it's called pitch fest and they bring together up and coming female owned brands to, I'd say compete in air quotes. Cause it's not like a traditional pitching competition where it's like super intense and crazy. It's really a supportive community, but they do pick uh, winners to actually sell in their stores. Cool. That must've been know. fun. I haven't heard of that. Is that a, 
a big event. I'll it, follow up with it. It is pretty big. I think this is their sixth or seventh year doing it. Oh, wow. It's in September. So next month, actually, here they'll have it. And yeah, so. Yeah, I'll reach out to them and see if maybe we mm-hmm. can get somebody to talk about that on the show. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So I for I met you at the Big Gear Show, and we got to mm-hmm. give a shout out to Earl. He connected us, Earl from Earl. Black Folks Camp too. Here you go, Earl. Ooh. Big shout out for you, buddy. You <laughs> <Huge> shout out. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, he introduced us, but I'd seen you sitting there at the table there on the REI row. I was surprised at how many brands were there that are part of this program with REI. That's a big program. Yeah, they've done a great job of working with so many people doing so many unique different things too. Yeah. There's so many cool ideas out there too. That's the other thing that I love was to, to I've been in this industry for over 30 years, so it's always fun to to see new folks coming up with new ideas and new brands. Yeah, and, it's kind of hard know. to think of something new in the industry. So it's like big kudos <laughs> if you've been able to do that. That's right. Like you guys, I mean, it's awesome what you're doing. Yeah, who thought of that? Yeah, Socks, we try. right? But I know. It. It's still socks, but new brand, new take, all the things. Oh, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, I think, yeah, I mean, you have your, your take on the product and all those things are great. Yeah. So what stage of business would you say you're at today? You're still in the launch phase? Are you comfortably oh, past that? Gosh, we're past launching the first product and on to the next one, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I feel like with this business, you're constantly in launch mode or getting up to doing a launch if you're doing PD. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're always doing Still, the new line, year, right? So. Every, always the new, new products, line. new line. You're always launching. Yeah, yeah. We work like six to eighteen months ahead. Um, wow, it's looking at full twenty four right now. Actually, if you can wow. believe it. Yeah, I used to be in that world. I was. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get out? What's the secret? <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I got out. I'm out of the brand side. <laughs> yeah, right. you're still in it, <laughs> aren't you? I'm, I'm still doing it. So, I just don't have all the day to day. Mm-hmm. I have, let me let me put it. I have different day to day hecticness, right? I don't have launches, mm-hmm. but as we just had an epic fail on the recording side, we had to start over <laughs> on Zoom. It's always <laughs> something, huh? Yeah. So, who does all the design, product management? Is it you do all of it? Yeah. So for the first product, yeah, pretty much me. I work with the factory extensively on the technical aspects, going back and forth, like reviewing different yarn and constructions and. I've worked with designers as well when it comes to like color and, and patterns. I just got started with a new designer recently. Now that we've gotten a little bit bigger, been able to bring in some help on that. And that's been fantastic. But yeah, Very cool. the first product, we only had one. So I was pretty involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And why socks? As you come up, how did you figure out socks? It's a great so, idea. But... Yeah, the industry that I worked in, or the specific category rather, was socks. Mm. that I led where that sort of shrink it and pink it idea was prevalent. And I was managing another outdoor brand for socks. You want to say who that is? No. Okay. <laughs> I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll scratch that question. <laughs> yeah. So, I never say who it is. It's not important. Yeah. It doesn't it's matter. more yeah. so about what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So are there socks for guys in your future? There's socks for guys in our present, to be honest. Oh, like I didn't see them on the wear... website. Oh. Okay, that's a little bit of a trick answer. But <laughs> men, <laughs> our... <laughs> men actually can and do wear our socks. Like I've got had men buy them and they just wear them. They're like they don't really care that it says tough cutie on them. They just prefer the fit because we put a lot of thought into the technical design. And I think mm-hmm. regardless of who you are, you can appreciate good design, I think. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And how many yeah. doors are you in excluding REI? About three at the moment. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was your first customer outside of REI? 
Yeah, that was Title Nine. That was it was oh, okay. actually really funny because we <laughs> like I didn't have it took a while to actually be able to fulfill that PO. I like I won the competition. I had just product, but you need you need like the packaging and you need right. to figure out the shipping and all the things. But they were a great first customer. They really worked well with us. Did you do some POP and everything too, or you just got some? Mm-hmm. Pa- you did POP. Oh, wow. for, for them, no, I didn't do okay, POP. Okay, because they're mostly um, online, probably right. Uh, yeah, at that time was I only had my website. I eventually have we have POP now, but with them, no. Interesting. We just fell into their kind of movers and makers. They have what they call all of the women-owned yeah. brands they sell, so they have like specific signage for that. Yeah, that's kind of a new thing. It's not new anymore, but when I was way back in the day, they didn't have the movers and shakers kind of thing. They just kind of brought you mm-hmm. in away you went. I was part of the group that brought Montbell into the U.S. way back. In, oh, uh, I was just in that store the other day. I oh, didn't cool. even realize it was Japanese, and I got in there. I was like, oh, wow, this is so Japanese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. I That's how I got into the industry, the, the retail side of the industry. I was a river guide, and I was a couple of buddies, and I had a shop in Kernville, and we were trying to figure out what we're going to do when the the river season ended. And they said, well, why don't you go to the outdoor show and buy some stuff? You could at least have a retail store. So I went to the show up in Reno and through friends of friends, met the guys bringing Montbell to the U S and they hired me as a rep, California West Coast rep. Yeah. This was back in 1989. So we were a bunch of outdoor guys. We're still, still, I'm not close to those guys, but we still kind of have that camaraderie esprit de corps Mm -hmm. being that first group was pretty fun. Oh yeah. Industry is so small. I feel like you never really disconnect. Yeah. And we had this, the issue of bringing a Japanese, very well-established Japanese brand to the U.S. So they had some POP and hang tags and all those things, but it was all in Japanese. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. We had to tweak all that, but I can relate. There's a lot of, man, your to-do list must be very long. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to do, but I love it. That's cool. For yeah. the moment, I can't imagine doing anything else. So. Yeah, it's a fun industry to be in. I've been in it for many years, so. You'll probably do the same. Are you a solo business owner, freelancer, or sole proprietor? If you're a podcaster, author, photographer, etc., there's a good chance you're like me. You hone your craft, deliver the goods, pay the bills, make the sales, send the invoices, and on it goes. There's always something else to remember. FreshBooks is an accounting software designed for folks like us. The software makes it easy to stay organized, keep track of payments owed, and expenses made, send invoices, and accept payments. While there are many accounting software options out there, FreshBooks is particularly well-suited for smaller businesses and companies with one main owner and operator. Go to ricksays.com slash FreshBooks get some help today. That's ricksays.com slash FreshBooks. Get more time to focus on the content, not on the books. Where Where's your manufacturing? Where do you make it? We do it all here in the U.S., primarily in the South. Okay. Yeah, in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have it actually, one of the great things about our brand is that we prioritize working with women-owned companies throughout our um, supply chain. And so mm-hmm. I've been very fortunate to be able to launch with a women-owned factory, That's which is, great. you know, so important to us. Yep. Yep. It's not, it's hard, it's hard to find, you can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. And do they only do socks? They do. Yep. Only wow, do socks. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. That's good. Yeah, that's fortunate. Yeah, because manufacturing, as you're wearing all the hats, so you find each little thing that there's a whole separate. Yeah. That's a whole separate job. Wait a minute. It's a whole <laughs> thing. Let me yeah. tell you. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So let's shift gears. Tell us about your first outdoor adventure. 
What was that like? Where was that? Yeah, it's just so funny. I was telling a friend about this the other day. So when I was growing up, I, I grew up in Las Vegas. Um, oh, okay. And my church actually took a trip to Mount Zion, and they, we did this like whole baptism thing. And oh, wow. usually, when I answer that question, it's I'd say something totally different. But I was talking to another friend, and he was like, "Bro, this is this is like." real outdoor yeah that's I mean, it, it really exactly yeah <laughs> like, so, like you can't make that up and i was like you're right guys yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah that's what we did and it was i think there were like 40 of us and wow um mm-hmm, yeah it was really intense we drove from vegas over to, to zion and did the thing and came back wow very cool that was a bit of a drive <laughs> yeah a few hours a few yeah, hours yeah, yeah. All in one day? Wow. Yep. Long day. All in one day. <laughs> 40 yeah. people too. Holy cow. Yeah, it took a while. Must have been fun. That must have been fun. It was fun, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions or advice for folks wanting to start an outdoor brand? Man, I would say there's so many ways to do it, but I mm-hmm. think, I mean, just... I think start with your customer, like figure out who that is, mm, what they point. want, what they need, what's the problem you're solving for them. Mm. And I think go from there, build community and I think invite people along your journey. That's one of the things I wish I would have been more open about. It's a little hard because I was working another job. So I can't be like, hey, I'm trying to quit my job. You don't really broadcast that. But there's ways to on Facebook or Instagram, kind of just let people um, cheer you on and get feedback yeah. early on. I think it's really important. Yeah. Did you have any family members rooting for you or anybody? Or was it just, you're just grinding? Oh yeah. No, I oh, had okay. <laughs> Can you imagine my family was like, nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> like gonna do, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. No, I like really support a family and friends along the journey. But I think too, just, it's important to have people you don't know, like buying into yeah. you and cause that's, they're the ones who are going to um, be your customers and support the brand later on. Yeah, that's great advice. Exactly. Do you have a uh, favorite piece of outdoor gear under $100? Got to be tough cutie socks. Gosh, okay. Yeah, it has to be tough cutie socks. If I have to be unbiased, there's two. (laughs) I I couldn't decide. So I like the Kula Cloth. Anastasia, who's the founder. So awesome. Such a great product. Also made in the US. It's like a pea cloth, if you don't know what that is. No, I don't know what that is. I don't work in their marketing department, so I'm not like probably doing it justice. (laughs) (laughs) And it's called Uh, the Cool Cloth? Kula, K-U-L-A, Kula Kloss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other one is the Lucy inflatable oh, lanterns. Yeah. Those are really cool. Yeah. Those I'm awesome. still afraid of the dark, so I need those. <laughs> yeah, they're just great. They're just good for ambiance too. I know those. Yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to necessarily go out camping. It's just like, let me just put my lights on. Yeah. Oh. And they have the string lights. You can chotch up your tent if you need to. Yeah. I have to get some of those. Yeah. I only have the one little like green one. Uh-uh. Oh yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I've, I've done some work with those guys. Yeah. They're great guys. They kind of started on their own too. Kind of bootstrapped it. It's a good story. Yeah. I think they got to be pretty big now. Though, oh yeah. They're all over the place so. now. Exactly. Okay. I think they've sold it too to somebody. Too. Oh really? Yeah. I think. To double check that. Sorry, John, I should know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How about uh, your big reader? A couple of your favorite books. What are those? Yeah. So I just finished this book called The Song of Achilles, which is really good. I I really like Greek mythology. I've always liked it. And it's, I I like when authors take a a story that we're all maybe familiar with, like in this case, Troy or Achilles, and then put a new spin on it. Yeah. It's the same idea with Wicked, if you've ever read Wicked or. I haven't read it. 
yeah. or seen it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like retelling of The Wizard of Oz. I love that type of thing. I also like The Outsiders, which is not even about the outdoor industry. <laughs> but it's <laughs> a book I read since I was young, and I just kind of periodically go back to it. But, oh, um, I'll have to check yeah. that out. So what's that about? It's a bunch of little bunch of folks that are going against the yeah. grain. Yeah, ah, it's about yeah. this group of boys who is kind of yeah, kind of outcast. It's like a sort of a classist thing where they're trying to, I don't know, escape some of their just things that have happened in their life, and centers on this kid. His name is Pony Boy Curtis. I think they made it into a movie, but I won't watch the movie because I just don't want it to ruin it for me. <laughs> yeah, the mo- yeah, you're right. The way yeah, yeah. the way movies can kind of ruin your favorite books. Yeah, they do that a lot. Yeah. As we go to finish here, is there anything else you'd like to say to or ask of our listeners? I would say just check out the brand. We are on Instagram. We have our website, which is toughcutie.com. You can find us as in store. We have an awesome store locator on our website that will oh, actually cool. tell you what's in stock. Oh, you can go there. Yeah. So you can check it out. But yeah, I think any way you can support the brand, I would so appreciate it. Yeah. I'm going to get some socks, try them out. Love it. And where can people find you if they'd like to follow up? Yeah. So my email is bcoleman at toughbeauty.com. That's the most direct way. I'm also on LinkedIn. Yeah. You guys are probably on all the socials. You kind of have to be these days, right? Yeah, gosh. it's the bane of my podcast. I got to do all the socials. Know. Oh my god, it's yeah, it's crazy. we're on Threads now, kind of. Oh, are you? I yeah. guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's linked to my Instagram, so I think I'm posting. Who knows? I should probably go check that out, right? Oh, I should check that out too. Maybe it's happening. I don't even know it. That's very possible. <laughs> it's been great talking to you. I, I enjoyed meeting you at the Big Gear Show, and I'll probably yeah. see you at another show soon. Oh, sure, for sure. Thanks so much, Rick. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Outdoor Biz Podcast. Be sure to visit our website, theoutdoorbizpodcast.com, where you'll find show notes with links to everything we talked about and more. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or spread the word and tell a friend about the show. That would really help us out too. Be sure to tune in every week. And thanks again for listening to the Outdoor Biz Podcast with Rick Says.